Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Here it is, Christmas weekend, Hanukkah weekend, all rolled up into one. And I wanted to ask you, Fred Barnes, our guest, to talk about something that we never talk about. What is D.C. like as a place to live in at Christmas time? You grew up here, right? I did, and I'm still here. <laughs> and uh, and Christmas was a lovely time here in Washington. You know, for one thing, most of the politicians would leave town and go back to where they uh, were from originally. And the natives, and I was one of them, would be here. And we would be the ones who could appreciate the great Christmas tree uh, down at the White House. Now there's one on Capitol Hill as well. Huge Christmas trees all lighted up. Um, and, and as a kid, my parents used to take me there. And I have since taken my children and now grandchildren down to see uh, the great Christmas trees. The uh, And one year they even had, I don't believe they have it anymore, but they had penned in right next to the mall a herd of reindeer. That was <laughs> that was really, you know, I thought that was uh, a real topper, and, and it was great. What was it like to grow up in D.C.? Were you in the city proper? Were you in the inner, nearby no, I suburbs? No, just across Key Bridge in uh, Arlington, Virginia. And what was it like? In those days, Arlington and Alexandria were pretty much as far as, as the suburbs went. And, and, I mean, that means 8 to 10 miles out of town. Now, of course, it goes out the exurbs, go um, many, many more miles. But in those days, you used to go into Washington. You know, I have grandchildren and, and children who live farther out in the exurbs, and they never go into Washington, into town. But but there were things at Christmas time that you really wanted to see in Washington. For example? Uh, the beautiful window displays at department stores in town in Washington, and, and my parents when I was a little boy, and I had a sister, and they and they take us in town. I remember just one cold evening before Christmas, we went down there to look at at Woodward and Lothrop department store, which no longer exists. And these were on religious themes. They were about the birth of Christ. They were nativity scenes, but they were done in just these elaborate displays that were really just wonderful. You know, you just would go and 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 really be uh, dazed by right. them because they were so good. Of course, they don't exist anymore. A nativity scene in downtown D.C. Yeah, in more than one place. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a Christmas that you particularly remember for either the gift or the experience? Gee, I just remember the first time, and this is when I was already an adult, uh, going to church on Christmas Eve out in Falls Church, Virginia, and seeing when we left the church, they had had this display of lighting along the paths leading out of of the church. And uh, Christmas Eve services are so uh, incredible moving anyway. And then you go home and you send your kids to bed. And mm-hmm. then you, of course, have to get out all these presents <laughs> from Santa right? And put, them, and put them under the tree. It's just a great evening. I mean, Christmas is uh, it, it's sort of, you know, your kids grabbing on and tearing right. open their presents. The night before, which just me and my wife, they're really, uh, those are really precious moments. Absolutely. It's my favorite moment in Christmas, mm-hmm. that right there. In fact, uh, our own Jonathan Last you know, did a book last year, uh, a Christmas Virtues, and features a series of stories. And I was asked to write one, and I, my mm-hmm. story centered around that moment, that yeah. night, the night before mm-hmm. for parents. Are there any, when you think of Christmas and politics, politicians, are there any experiences or any politicians you know who particularly uh, acquitted themselves? Yeah, well, most of them are gone. Right. You know, that, <laughs> that's the good part. It's not that it's bipartisanship. It's uh, you, they're, they're somewhere else, mm-hmm. and they're not really political events. And so that, uh, you know, they used to have at the White House a series of Christmas parties, and depending on on uh, whether you've been uh, 
uh, pleasant in writing about the president. Naughty or it. nice? They have <laughs> yeah. a naughty or nice list? <laughs> well, I've been on the naughty list under <laughs> President Obama, but under President Reagan and under the other two President Bushes, I was on the nice list. What's it like at Christmas in the White House? What does it look like? And trees in every corner? I mean, what's... Well, I'll tell you, Michael, they they decorate it better than you and I do our own <laughs> homes. It really is lovely. I mean, when I've gone to those Christmas parties there, one year I took one of my daughters and uh, and she was really knocked out by it uh, because it's so nice. And they and they give you a little presidential gift. I forget what they are on the way out. Maybe it's I don't think it's candy or something. And and, you know, there are Christmas tree ornaments mm-hmm. uh, that they uh, that they sell at this White House store that's uh, across Pennsylvania Avenue on. On Lafayette Square, and uh, and I've had them. Gee, somebody sent me them almost every year, and the uh, for the last twenty years, and you hang them on your tree. And if you came to my house, you'd see a lot of these wonderful uh, tree ornaments uh, with the White House on them. One last question for you. So uh, Santa's on his way. He's doing his last bit of stuffing in the bag. I got a text from him because, of course, Santa gives up the mail. He now texts like everyone else. Of course. And he's he doesn't know what he should put in Donald Trump's stocking mm-hmm. to help him for his first year as mm-hmm. president of the United States. So mm-hmm. I, I got to get back to Santa. Fred, what mm-hmm. should I tell Santa to bring Donald Trump this Christmas? Hey, what to bring Donald Trump for Christmas. And that is, you know what I think he needs to do? And it looks like he doesn't plan on it. That Santa needs needs to bring Melanie, his wife, to the White House. You know, I mean, there've been and now it looks like his daughter Ivanka mm-hmm. is going to be first lady. Well, now the daughters have done that before, but usually when they're <laughs> they're fathered uh, are uh, widowers. Yeah, yeah, well, widowers didn't have a live wife and <laughs> and, uh, and 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 Trump does. So, I'd wrap up Melanie and mm-hmm. and uh and and put a nice bow in her hair and everything. She's a very attractive woman and bring her down so she could pop out of a box on Christmas morning. <laughs> That's a great idea, Fred Barnes. My idea is to get him a phone that looks like it's tweeting <laughs> as you type into it, but the tweets go into the magical sphere of the North Pole never to be seen again. Oh, but he would know right away that that, well, that was happening because he because he, he wouldn't see the press responding with pandemonium to all, all his tweets. Well, another gift he might want to give uh, Donald Trump would be to give uh, Newt Gingrich a memory lap so he forgets he ever knew Donald Trump, never says anything else about Donald Trump, and just goes away. Somewhere there's a third-rate college missing a history instructor because Newt Gingrich is in the political world. But anyway. hey, one of the things you do in journalism is you harbor your sources, and, and Newt's one of mine, so <laughs> I need him to stay in town for this Christmas and many Christmases to come. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you so much, Fred Barnes, for your time. Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you all, whether it's Merry Christmas or in my wife's case, Happy Hanukkah. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. And by the way, I run into people all the time who still say, oh, I just found your podcast. Please tell your friends about them. Great people like Fred Barnes, Bill Crystal, Steve Hayes. They're on iTunes, and you can subscribe absolutely free, so they automatically are delivered to your favorite device. While you're there and subscribing, give us a five star review because when people see the five stars they go oh someone like that we might give it a try too thanks again for a wonderful year of weekly standard podcasts i'm your host michael graham see you in 2017